0: Welcome to Living Holistically with Dane and Indy, your hosts, where we share with you some of the most empowering ways to live a life that's caring to ourselves, others, and the planet. We will be delving into a related topic every Tuesday, one season at a time, bringing you the experts behind the practices and tools we've tried and tested over the years. So keep listening and enjoy the show.
1: We are so excited to kick off season one all about sleep with Truth Corkins. We thought it'd be very fitting to have Truth on first as he is our personal health coach and mentor with an incredible, comprehensive and holistic understanding of health and life. Truth has worked with Chinese tonic herbalist Ron Tegarden, alternative health expert David Wolf, healers in Brazil and in clinics using detoxification, nutrition, Chinese tonic herbs, environment optimization health technologies and exercise as his main modalities truth specializes in overcoming health challenges rejuvenation peak performance and longevity he currently does private consultations and one-on-one programs at his gym cave and is writing a book to be released on his coming website i highly recommend listening to part one and part two a couple of times over to fully digest the wisdom that truth has to share So welcome, Truth, and thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us today and to talk about sleep. And we know you're one of the most um, sort of comprehensive approaches to sleep and health and life, and so I'm sort of honored to have you on our show. And so for people that aren't really familiar with you and your work and see your background, would you be able to share sort of your health journey along the way that's got you to where you are today?
2: Yes. Okay. Thank you. I grew up in central Northern California in the 80s. 70s. Uh, my parents, luckily, were naturopathic. They were into, like, the most cutting-edge alternative stuff of the day. Like, they moved from L.A. and read a Del Davis diet books back to the garden, move up to Northern California, get a little piece of lamb, grow your own food. I was raised on goat's milk and our own chickens and a uh, vegetable garden, lots of weeding, watering our own fruit orchard, and time to play out in nature. And didn't go to school till late, and my mom made homemade clothes. I got a hippie name. You know, it was... I didn't think it was so cool when I started going to school and I realized I'm different. But later on in life, when I tried to follow this sort of standard American diet and lifestyle to go out and be sophisticated and outgrow the hippie, hippie background, I ended up getting sick uh, with chronic fatigue syndrome, systemic candiditis. I, uh, I think I got mono either from my first girlfriend or kissing a girl outside of a pub when I was in boarding school in England. I don't know. And it was a bad case. And uh, the antibiotics in Europe didn't work. I moved back to the States in 1991. And I started my career when I left school as a graphic designer. And I was in Los Angeles because the entertainment industry was good work. And uh, you work hard all day on computers with your peers. And then you go out at night to clubs and go drink stay up late and try to chase girls whatever guys do in their early 20s when they have no prefrontal frontal lobes growing yet and they're running off the amygdala like idiots and i drank social drinking because i was a shy country boy is the only way i knew how to like, talk to girls and um the and i when i got sick again with the strep throats that would come back over and over i i uh, went to the doctor i had health insurance and i got on antibiotics in america are, are a little stronger and they worked pretty good i could shut it down in a few days and I got into a bad habit of basically taking multiple courses of antibiotics from age 20 to 27. And then by like 26, things started changing my health. And then by late 20s, I was getting chronically really sick, chronic fatigue, premature aging, even loss of bone density, coughing up tonsil stones, permanent strep throat infections. And I had a tonsillectomy and I felt better for a little bit. I hemorrhaged after the surgery seven days later, ended up in the emergency room because I almost bled to death in the middle of the night. that Scaps broken and it got kind of scary you know but late late 20s you're still pretty young but i'm getting serious stuff so that's when i went back to what my parents taught me after i spent a few years trying allopathic doctors and i realized they're not going to really help me and, and and i've got my whole life ahead of me in my career and it's like i gotta i gotta grab the bull by my horns and i gotta like conquer my own health become my own naturopath my own doctor and i just i uh i set myself up i quit work i uh, i i i I moved to a place close to nature and I read books like constantly and I tried every alternative health thing and I had a good head start for my parents, but I had to learn more because what I had was a unique condition that they didn't have. So I tried many different diets, many different things, learned pieces and then also learned I was getting worse in some other areas and then try another, try another. Ended up spending years on just about every different diet looking for the perfect system and then studying other tools and... And uh, I spent three years isolated, kind of like a monk, developing my routine to heal myself. And halfway through, I didn't know if it was going to work, but I did start to have a spiritual change. The stress, the depression, the panic attacks were all going away because I was living close to nature, not working, making my food by hand, spending time out in the parks in nature, meditating, doing yoga, like everything I could breathe that I could possibly fit into a new way to live. Because I did believe I could live a new way to heal myself. Over time, I could eat my way back to health. I could sleep my way back to health. I could exercise my way back to health. I had to get away from stress. I had to get away from work. I had to get away from bills. I had to get away from relationships. I had to get away from material things. I sold a lot of stuff, and I created this routine. And years later, it actually started working physically when I had given up and had kind of gotten to a spiritual phase. And uh, as a customer, going to Los Angeles for Different providers who had unique health products that I would go to regularly, like Bronte Garden's Dragon Herbs to buy Chinese tonic herbs. I found the Three Treasures. They changed my life. I realized I was Jane deficient and I'd burned out my adrenals in combination with the candida. Um, over time, we're going to these places. I made friends with some of these people, and eventually, they asked me, said, "Hey, you know, you've gotten really good at this stuff. Why don't you work in the health industry?" And I got hired by Ron, and then at Aerolyn Natural Foods, and I ran a tonic bar for ten years. And And it was a whole new second life after a long isolated period of healing and spiritual isolation and quiet time and letting go of so much. Um, And uh, I've been doing it now ever since uh, for the last 20 years. I've been 100% full time into the most creative chemical alternative health program and routine and research and coaching other people. And doing uh, David Wolf found me at the Erwin Tonic Bar. I ended up doing events for years with, with the Longevity Now Conference and, and tonic bars, and that was a lot of fun. Then I ended up going to Brazil after I had an accident on my brain, which affected my sleep. We might talk about that a little bit today. but um, And then I, I, got, uh, I, I got healed, and I came back to Arizona because I was friends with a doctor that ran a magnetic therapy clinic using the MME, which is a very high Gauss unipolar electromagnet that's one polarity, that the one that heals. And uh, I did, uh, I've done like a month at 20 hours a day under that machine at 5,000 Gauss of the negative charge, which is this, the polarity you use of magnetism in the North Pole in America. It's the opposite for you guys down under in Australia. And uh, experience neurogenesis, what it's like to grow, I don't know. Um, maybe 5 billion new neurons, some of the axions being just 3 millimeters long and some of them being a meter long. It can grow down your brain, your spinal cord, your organs and make the whole nervous system stronger and pull you into deeper anabolic sleep drive states and rejuvenate the body and grow younger and detox all the mercury heavy metals out of your brain because they get stuck in the blood-brain barrier. That clinic was amazing. Ended up getting good friends with the doctor. He could afford any expensive alternative health technologies that I would research and he would buy it. We'd add it to programs for patients and clients and I was the nutritionist. I made food for them and I treated in between clients would come. I worked there for three years. That was a great clinical experience. And then that closed and I've been working out of my home as a personal private clinic, my gin cave. I actually have people here now in the back that are just uh, doing, on the magna bed with on doing some treatments while they're waiting. And this is my tonic bar in my kitchen. I have a EMF cage over there where I work and I'm writing my book and, um, this is where I work in an isolated state. Sometimes I go to Sedona back and forth to work with some other healers, it's not that far. Beautiful up there. Um, and so now I do consults around the world with people over over wire and, and encrypted email. And some people come here and do a gene cave week with me as a detox intensive to learn more hands on. And I'm working on a book and a website.
1: And that's, that's pretty much it. It's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. It's really cool.
0: Yeah. Thank you. I can relate so much to that. And I'm sure others can who are listening. So I guess one of the main questions we wanted to ask is why do you think sleep is so important? And in your experience, do people not value it enough?
2: Sleep is the, you know, out of the, We spend a third of our life asleep and people wonder why eight hours of sleep and 16 hours awake and sleep as we let go and let the brainstem shut off and our consciousness leave the brain and then the brain turns on and goes through all these cycles to different stages of sleep to repair every organ, every cell as best it can before it lets your ego, it opens up the brainstem and lets your consciousness come back into the brain and now you can get up, wake up. You can go out and play all day and break down cells and eat and run around and stress and do whatever you want to do. Play with cell phones, get exposed to radiation uh, or whatever. Whatever you do, you, you when you're awake, you're killing cells. You're aging, you're dying slowly when you're awake. You can age faster if you eat, live poorly. You can age slower when you're awake if you live better, more healthfully. You guys understand that. But when you sleep, this is the most beautiful time. This is when you're rejuvenated. The brain is like a, a quantum computer healing machine sitting on top of your shoulders it's not just to process thought and to have a pretty looking face and to memorize exams or whatever it's uh the brain if if the neurons are healthy it's well developed from birth so we can go back to childhood to your parents what they could do two years before conception to have a fully developed brain because a lot of people today when they're born don't quite have fully developed brains they might not be Developed to the point where they're in the spectrum. They're called Asperger's or autism or mentally, mentally retarded. They may not be at that state, although some are, and that's increasing now more than ever, actually, because of the toxins at birth. But most people, there are little other parts of the brain that didn't quite get fully developed um, in in the womb and, or, or after birth. Or if they get vaccines or too many of them or they get them too soon before age three when the brain or the immune system didn't get to finish developing Uh, so a lot of people have underdeveloped brains but ideally a healthy brain good thick neurons no compressed stress in the neurons no heavy metals no tbis traumatic brain injuries Uh, a healthy balanced person who's lived in balance with their time cycle and their circadian rhythm where they live light and dark melatonin and and They get tired at night at a certain time. That's the anabolic sleep drive kicking in, telling them when you're young, you have thick neurons and a juicy, strong brain. You can fall asleep pretty much anywhere, on a bus, on a car, on a plane. And you sleep nine hours deep through straight like a log, like a rock. And when you wake up in the morning, you're like, where where am I? What happened? Like the sun's on the other side of the planet. Like, Whoa, I was gone. And it didn't matter what was going on around you. That's, that's, That's really good, strong anabolic jing sleep. That we take for granted when we're young. Because we have such healthy brains when we're young. Sleep is all about brain function. Neurologically. And it's autonomic. It's not something within your free will control. Losing losing weight. Dieting. Choosing to eat better foods. Using a health technology. Taking supplements, herbs. Drinking better water. These are things during the waking day with your free will that you can choose that. You can educate yourself, learn, and say, I'm going to make the active choice with my conscious mind. I'm going to do these things that are better for me. But when you go to lay down your head and put it on your pillow or your bed at night, and close your eyes and you think you're tired and you think it's a good time to go to sleep and you expect to go to sleep. People that are lucky that are young or have really good, clean, healthy brains and strong central nervous systems, they fall asleep quickly, easily. They sleep deep. The brain goes through the different sleep stage cycles, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and and then 3, 2, 1. And then backwards, and then a little REM, and then it does it again. If it's not interrupted, the REM doubles, and it keeps doing it. And if you sleep eight hours straight through, you get an hour, hour and a half of REM at the last cycle. And what the brain does in perfect condition to sleep, the brain is a healing machine. Okay, The brain doesn't want to let you wake up and get your ego back into your body and run around and break down and kill cells. It doesn't want to let you wake up until your body is as close to rejuvenated cell by cell by cell organ system by organ system as close to age 22 when you were done growing as it possibly can a person who can sleep eight nine hours deep straight through sleep in a unipolar magnet bed like i have in my, my 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 king king cave uh be done eating early uh keep their brain healthy free from tbis free from heavy metals um free from infections uh free from too much sugar, getting diabetes of the brain, grain brain, eating too much carbs, oxidizing the brain, uh, uh, metabolic healthy diet and lifestyle exercise that supports better ATP production. One third of all the calories we consume from food is burned by the brain. One third by the body, one third by the eyeballs. So the brain and eyes are highly metabolic areas where we burn a lot of fuel. If we run on fast for fuel or ketones and we're making 140 ATP per Krebs cycle one molecule of ketone, Versus the carbohydrate, which you make 2 to 32 ATP per Krebs cycle off of one molecule of glucose, that's not as good. Plus, when you burn glucose, you make more free radicals in the brain. And if you don't have enough antioxidants to neutralize the free radicals, the brain ages faster than the rest of the body. So do the eyes because they're so highly metabolically active. So if you have a healthy brain and you're still young and you have good thick neurons and your neurotransmitters are balanced, they're firing to the synaptic clip like you're supposed to do your you Circadian rhythms balance When you close your eyes and you go to sleep, you don't understand how complex it is or how torturous it could be, or deleterious if you lose that great sleep. But when you have good sleep, you close your eyes, you fall asleep quick, you sleep long and deep, you wake up in the morning, you have a brand new body. You can go out and play and do whatever you want, and even live extreme. And then, but if you close your eyes and you go back to that that deep, jing, sleep cycle rejuvenate every single cell of your body you can get up and you go play as hard as you want all day long and do whatever you can kill break down cells and then you sleep but hypothetically you could live forever and not age and not die because every single night you get a new body because you repair every single cell if you have perfect sleep if you have a really healthy brain
0: liking what you've heard so far make sure you don't miss an episode by clicking subscribe we really appreciate all your support now let's get back to the show
2: what happens is people age and they beat up their brain. They headbutt soccer balls, they box a little bit, they ride on roller coasters. These all create little TBIs. Maybe they have a car accident, fall off their bicycles as a kid, and hit their head. Maybe they get mercury fillings in their mouth, they get mercury go past the blood brain barrier in the brain. Maybe they get too much iron, ferritin goes up, it's building up in the brain. They've got lead, other heavy metals, they've got um, fluoride um, in their water or, or chlorine, and that's affecting the brain, and they've been eating a lot of sugar. Maybe they, you know, they had. Looking for God uh, and growing up with a little bit of lack of love because their parental units weren't as fully enlightened as they could be. So, as young people, they go off and play with drugs, experiment because they're 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 looking for something deeper. Maybe it's lack of love they didn't get as a child. And when you do drugs, you drugs, you really burn up and fire a lot of neurotransmitters, and you leave a lot of toxins and metals behind in the brain. When you do alcohol, that's the worst thing that kills brain cells. So. As you get older and you go through all these things in life, and yet the brain gets beaten up, the brain changes. When you're young, the brain is like a like a grape. It's very juicy. Uh, Eric Braverman has this uh, quote from the Bible. He says that the, the, the human body is a golden globe, a silver cord, a few connections, and the rest is just meat. Okay. So the golden globe is the brain. Out of all of the systems of the body, the musculoskeletal system, the endocrine system, the... The the immune system, the digestive system, the circulatory system, the respiratory system. The nervous system is the system that is closest to God. It is the one that processes consciousness, free will, motor skills, memory, thought, function. It's who we are. Our psychology expresses through the nervous system. The nervous system is also the most delicate to radiation, to heavy metals, to drugs, to toxins, things that can damage the myelin sheath protection and start to interfere when we get autoimmune diseases that attack the nerves like MS. And now that the raw nerve is exposed, can, a little bit of mercury goes, in there, you damage the nerve. Or you, you did a farm front sauna too long this, and you had uh, neuro, n- neuropathy, you had MS or something. The radiation can go right through and cut the nerve. You'd be paralyzed. You cut the nerve, can't walk, can't talk, lose motor function. The nervous system is the most important system, in my opinion. We have to protect, keep it, and we have to feed it. And we have to live a life that doesn't burn it out and wear it out. That's our wiring. You know, it's our circuitry. And uh, the CNS, the central nervous system, is the brain and the spinal cord, the golden globe, the silver cord. And um, so it's the most highly refined system, too, if, you, if you're interested in the biochemistry of the body and, and how what's connected to the body out in the universe, in consciousness, where our, maybe we come from the universe down through our aura, through the lower cerebellum, the back of the brain, and then our consciousness fires through, the central nervous system of the brain, and that amalgamates into the experience of self, of mind. I am true. I live in this body. I have my conscious mind memory since I was a little boy every day that I've been awake ever since, and I learn, learn, learn. This is the brain. It's the most important organ. That's why a brand-new baby, the brain is big, and the body is so tiny because they, it, the resources of developing a new human being, they put the focus on the most important organ to develop it as close to finish as it can. When it's protected in the womb and it has the placenta, um, so, if you age, if you damage the brain, it starts to wear down. We start to lose sleep. If we stress too much, we compress EMFs, working around too many computers, into the, the CNS, the nervous system, and we can't dislodge it. If we have too many compressed emotional problems, too much anxiety and fear and stress, and we don't know how to process it, release it, get it out of our system, deal with it, and we stuff it into our nervous system and it builds up and up and up, we start getting. We, 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 we have cortisol too high. We wake up at three in the morning, can't go back to sleep for hours, you know, and then you're tired in the late afternoon. You're tired because you're dying. You're losing cells. You didn't grow back all the cells at night. You didn't let the healing machine restore every cell in the body. So you're back to 22. You're perfect because something's now interrupted with your sleep. So sleep is autonomic. You can't control it. All you can do is lie down in your bed, close your eyes, try to make your room dark, Try to have a bath or shower before bed. Calm down. Maybe have a little cup of chamomile tea or whatever. But other than that, you can't do anything. Once you lay down and close your eyes, if you're not sleeping right or you wake up early and can't go back to sleep for some reason, if you can't get that eight hours, you can let the healing machine fully rejuvenate your body. When you can do that, it's amazing because every single day you can bounce out of bed and you're full of energy and you're happy and you're strong and you can go do anything and you're fearless. You have the confidence. When you lose sleep, people get neurotic. They lose confidence. If they lose too much sleep, they get down to five hours, four, three hours a night for a little while. They get suicidal for the first time in their lives. They feel like they're dying. They're scared. They're getting psychologically traumatized. But they're they're doing everything right to sleep. They close their eyes. They lay down. Why can't I sleep? It's complicated. Neurotransmitters, out of balance. Heavy metals, EMS, copper, too high. It boosts dopamine, norepinephrine, adrenaline. It's got you jacked up, stimulated. Um, an emotional issue: a parent died, a loss of a loved one, a marriage, that divorce it broke up, and and you're not the person who knew how to release through, through uh, emotional traumas that easily. And you don't know what to do, and it's locked in your nervous system. But all you know is that after the trauma happened, or after my dog, I had it for twenty years and it died. You know, it was the most, and it was so close to me. And you're not the person that's used to knowing how to open up, get in connection with all your emotions and feelings, and find a, a method to release it and cry and grieve. Let your nervous system relax and forgive and heal. If you keep it locked in and stuck, the nervous system can't cope sometimes. It's just too much. And all the, and the only thing you notice is different is I can't sleep right all of a sudden after this trauma. Now, this is a PTSD affecting my sleep. It could be a physical injury. Ever since I had a car injury, I got hit on the side of the head I've had trouble sleeping. You just got to heal the brain. Maybe you need some hyperbaric sessions. Boom, you can heal it quick and now the sleep comes right back. But there's so many factors that can take away the the automatic function that we take for granted when we're young and healthy of great sleep. That's natural. That is the most important thing to life. I have experienced three weeks at a time, a couple of times, with not one hour of sleep due to an accident. I I got electrocuted and I had to figure out how to fix it. and. Before that, I had I had gone three days before with no sleep when I overdosed on copper. and I had too much. I felt super genius and creative for a little while. And then I, I took the copper too high, and then I went to the insomnia stage. And I knew what it was. I just stopped taking the supplement, and I did a lot of saunas and infrared saunas and ionic foot baths and chelators and vitamin C, and, and I washed out the copper. And in a few months, my sleep came back great. But there are lots of things we could do by accident that could— Interfere that sleep. If you've never had insomnia and you're healthy, you're going to think you're rock solid. You're going to think your nervous system is bomb-proof. It's invincible. I will always sleep good no matter where I go. But don't take that for granted. General aging. Every seven years, we replace most cells in the body, except the CNS, the central nervous system. We get what we got from our parents and how well we were developed. That's why it's so important what we do before conception, during pregnancy, how we feed the mother that's growing a new brain in there for a new human being. And what we do, the, from age zero to five, the development of that infant, the nutrition, the love, the lack of stress, the confidence, the, the psychological security of the environment you create for that child, and the avoidance of the toxins and the television and the smartphones and the things that are going to, and the sugar and the, and the, the stuff that's going to be deleterious to that young growing brain. Because they're growing a quantum computer and anabolic bio machine. And if you grow a good one and you keep it, They'll be a genius. They'll live super long. And they can keep an eight-hour sleep cycle their entire life, and live to 120 or whatever. And that's the greatest gift of all is great sleep. And I've I've seen it. I've seen people lose it, and I've seen the torture they go through, and the fear, and then the premature aging that happens with it. Okay, and then I've seen what happens when you give it back to them when you fix it, and they regenerate and they get a second chance. It's amazing. Sleep is the greatest gift of being in the body that we have. We get to. Being awake is actually stress for the brain. It's it's losing cells. It has to operate, it has to function all these things, and they're things that you want. It's not necessarily what the brain wants, but the brain has to do what you you're, you're doing because the you know the, the conscious mind get and free has free will during during the day. What the brain loves is when it makes you tired, and you give up your ego and you lie down and say, "Oh, I gotta go to bed now." Okay, a day is done, and you close your eyes and the brain goes finally and it can shut off the brain stem and you're gone. Your consciousness is gone. Your free will is gone. You're out in the ethers or you're in the dream world. And now the brain lights up. Now this is when it's truly awake. It's not in the stress period. Now it's doing its job, which is repair cells. Go through the sleep cycle. Boom, 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 boom. Bring you back to a perfect body that's ageless, like 22 years old. It's full of strength and jing. It can go out again and do that. If you keep that sleep cycle, you could live so long and age so slowly and have so much vitality your whole life. It's, it's the greatest thing. So I, I've been through a lot with sleep and, and the brain. And I think in general, to preserve a good anabolic sleep cycle throughout life, you want to have an anti-aging brain program. It's like in Eric Braverman's book, The Edge Effect, it talks about the brain being when you're young, it's like a grape. It's juicy. It has good hydration. It has good cell membrane fluidity. The cells are soft. There's no calcification. There's no plaque. There's no excess iron, ferritin that's been too high. There's not as heavy metals in there, not that much anyway yet. And the neurons are thick. 100 billion neurons with up to 40,000 connections throughout your life you can create. It's an amazing organ, the brain. It is just the greatest mystery. It is the closest thing to God we have in our body. It is the most highly evolved physical part of our body. And when it's young, it's like a grape and it's juicy and our nervous function when we do sports and the neurons flex like a thunderstorm they fight up and fire in the brain and our muscles flex so we can go ride a mountain bike or we can hike or work hard do this it feels so good to have thick juicy neurons with lots of connections because it makes you feel calm and strong you can expose yourself to high stressors on purpose just for the fun of it when you're young because you know what to do with all your jing. you test yourself and you're like a daredevil and you you stress your nerves on purpose and it can't hurt you even take drugs and drink that drunk, and you your brain has so much SOD, you can detox and heal really quick, and come, and you know you feel invincible, and you actually want to test yourself against adversities when you're young because your your neurons are so thick, the brain is like a grape, it's so juicy and strong. But the average person in our society, with the average way that we eat, not just the American standard American diet, because that's kind of spread around the world. A lot of Australia eats just as bad. Um, the average brain can go from 20 when it's like a grape. And we go to age 65, it shrivels up like a raisin. Okay, There's no hydration inside the cell anymore because they're not drinking structured water. It's calcified. There's calcium everywhere, just like the cataracts in your eyes and the atherosclerosis plaque in your arteries and the kidney stones in your kidneys. The brain is getting all calcified. And there's multiple TBIs when you hit your head and there's low energy centers in that area where you're getting Alzheimer's. The average person, if they get a live CT brain scan by age 40, they already have the beginning of Alzheimer's symptoms don't show 20 20 30 years later but you've already got it but you can reverse it and uh, Daniel Amon also is a great brain doctor and he talks about the dinosaur syndrome you know the dinosaurs had little brains right little heads and they had big bodies okay so when, when humans become obese and they're overweight guess what happens their brains shrink and they could be that way for years but what happens if they lose weight if they detox lose the weight and Daniel has tons of brain scans. He scanned almost more brains than anybody to prove this. If they detox, change their diet, lose all the weight, clean their colon, liver, get their lymph system working, exercise, and, and eat a good diet and get nutrition back to the brain, guess what happens? They redo the brain scan a year or two later. The brain grows back to being the way it was supposed to. Even people, who, even people who drank alcohol in the past a fair amount or did drugs, the brain can recover. It can heal. It's very different how it does it compared to the other organs and other cells of the body. Um, but uh, the, the the brain shrinks by sixty five the average person to a raisin, okay. And they've lost that mitochondria. Instead of ten thousand mitochondria per brain cell, they're down to five or ten. They can't make as so much ATP. And with that little bit of mitochondria left, they're still they're running off the of a glycogen metabolism, carbohydrates and sugars, which is giving them only. When you get that old, two to five ATP per Krebs cycle. So now they're metabolic syndrome, metabolically deficient. And the sugar is making prediabetes, and then they got infections in their brain, they got viruses in the nervous system, and, and uh, it's, it's when, when they get to that raisin brain, they sleep four, five, six hours, they can't get into deep sleep cycles anymore. And I, I, I'm actually convinced, after I've experienced what it's like to lose sleep and what it's like to experience neurogenesis and grow back your brain and get back deep, anabolic sleep, I'm convinced when people get old, because you can't restore every seven years to CNS cells like you can the rest of the body, I'm convinced that they die of lack of sleep. They just sleep less. They sleep less deep. They sleep poorer and poorer and poorer and they can't repair those cells, can't heal, so the whole body ages because of the brain, because they don't know how to preserve the brain, take care of the brain, keep the the sleep cycle and if we get on an anti-aging brain program and we're young we can keep a juicy brain like a grape maybe maybe for like way out into longevity years and, and that's that's delicious because we have memory we have good sleep we wake up strong and energy energized uh, we have thick neurons still when we're older so that means we can do physical activities and not we don't get tremors and shakes and you know when you talk to people and they do this like like katherine like hepburn and older days, that movie 1981 on Golden Pond, you know, and, and she's a wonderful actress. I used to be an actor. But, it, but you know, she's talking like this and her head is going up and down, you know, and she's sexy, oh, yes, really. And She's got tremors. It's, com- it's, it's aging of the neurons. It's compressed stress. She still is a highly intelligent woman, has a great central nervous system, but women have slightly thinner neurons than men. So that's just genetic, okay? So they tend to get those tremors faster high-functioning women that are highly intelligent, have long careers, they work hard. Where does that stress go over the whole lifetime of their career, their life? It goes to the brain. The neurons get thinner and thinner. And then they don't sleep as good. And they really struggle with sleep. And they get those tremors and then to the point where their head shakes when they're talking to you like she did in that movie.
0: Thank you for taking the time to be here. If you've enjoyed the show, please let us know by leaving a review on iTunes and sharing it with others, which will help us bring you more episodes like this. And if you'd like to learn more about us or what's been mentioned, head over to liveholistically.com.au forward slash podcast for all the show notes or find us on Instagram at liveholisticallyau. Until next week, be well and take care.